Good morning, afternoon, evening, and night. I'm Paul with Drunk Scussions. Connery is not with us this uh, week. Sorry to let you guys down, but I'm joined by Logan and Jake. How are you guys doing today? Doing excellent, superb even. How about you, Jake? Oh, just living the dream every day, brother. Living the dream. Less than above ground, right? That's right. So, Logan, um, yeah, everyone else here knows. I don't think Jake knows. Uh, Connery's not here because he closed on his house. So we're super excited for him. He, he finally is a homeowner. Um, so he's not able to join us. It might be a, a week or two before he's not. So we're taking over, filling over. We're going to have some people filling in. We are lucky enough to have Jake here with us. Uh, and uh, I know a lot of our, our listeners actually loved you, Jake. Yeah, apparently you got a great listening voice. Is that right? I really, I have this thing where I don't like to listen to myself on recordings, so I have not listened to that episode at all or looked at any of the comments. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a little bit weird, definitely. Like, have we even, I guess we haven't really touched on that. I'm sure people are curious, like, what is it like for you, Paul, on Monday morning when the podcast comes out at six in the morning? Um, like, what you, I share what is- it. I try to listen because we do the editing. So like we hear it over and over and I don't want to be that guy that just like listens to myself. It sounds like kind of narcissistic you know what i mean like kind of like like fool yourself i don't i try to at least start it so i can take a video i can share it to the platforms get people engaged and involved um but we listen to ourselves enough doing the editing so we know what it sounds like before we let go of it so do you so you don't typically listen to it like after editing you might listen to it like once maybe yeah after editing, usually about one time and not even necessarily all the way through do you feel like jake does though where you're like you don't want to hear it or are you just um, I, not as, no, I do. I want to make sure that there, if there isn't any F, you know, some fuck ups, I, I can be like, ah, I, I didn't get that or it didn't come out the way I wanted so we can go back to it. But like I said, it's usually a one-time thing and I'll be able to get it. I don't listen to it like four or five times. Like hell, hell no, that's just too much. But to our listeners that do, we love you so much. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it one time. I don't even like to listen to it one time all the way through. Just because, like you said, like it, hearing it in, in editing and then, I mean, we don't even, we do some editing, but it's pretty raw. <laughs> but, right. But hearing guys it once is typically enough. The Pretty much the raw form of it most of the times. And that's what we're doing today, actually. So we got a hell of a, a, a lineup today. You're pretty much, we're already drinking. I've been pre-gaming for a while now. Uh, so before we get anything, what are, what are you guys drinking on? Logan, what are you drinking on today? Uh, I actually have the rest of that bottle of Jefferson's Ocean from the last time we recorded last week. So, oh nice, that, that's, good bourbon. I, that's I've a been bourbon. liking it. Yeah, I've been liking it. What about you, uh, Jake? What are you drinking on? I'm rocking with the good old Miller Lite today. Oh, uh, tried and true. Only sixty-four <laughs> calories. That's it's right. Time. It's um, almost summer. We're in cutting season. Come so you back. guys are gonna be kind of mad i'm kind of mad with myself so i had three different kind of bourbons right and i was doing a tasting tonight with some friends um so i had like blanton's and eagle rare and buffalo trace and i had all these like ones that people love a lot of right um i tried the eagle rare because i'm expecting to get it tomorrow fingers crossed i was extremely disappointed with what i tasted i know people are gonna message me now and be like what is wrong with you i didn't like it i'm gonna say like seven out of ten uh, but that's what I'm drinking on right now. It's what I have left of it, and I have some Blantons I'll do, and I, I just I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype. Did you open the Blantons? I did. You opened the Blantons? I did. All right, I'm not offended. It's cool. So I'll, I'll probably get another one. I'm not worried no, about fine. it. It's fine. I'm not even. I'm not even upset about it, dude. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, anyway, regardless, cheers, regardless. cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. We got a hell of an intro for you, so we're gonna get back to you. Let's. Roll it. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. Well, we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. 
time on it. Discussions. Rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back. So we have had a serious talk about this because we've talked about it before and we didn't know if we wanted to do it again but we we kind of have to we had a lot of listeners message us we had some breaking news over the week the pentagon has officially come out and released more uap or ufo information and a lot of people message us are we going to talk about it um logan i hate to say you but i think we have to talk about it no i mean i'm excited i'm excited talk about ufos and aliens and reptilians whoa, whoa. and they're not what? UFOs anymore. They're what? UAPs. Oh, what does that stand for? Uh, I mean, unidentified aerial phenomenons. That's accurate. It's, yeah. it's an accurate description. Actually, Hillary Clinton's the one that broke that information to us. She was in, a, in an interview years back, and they're like, oh, you mean UFOs? She's like, oh, we don't call them UFOs anymore. We call them UAPs. And like that was before any of us knew. So then all of a sudden they started reading through all these documents and like, UAP, UAP, this is what it is. It's not a UFO anymore. I wonder if that was like a way for them to kind of mislead people who were looking into that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, or so, if that was just like an honest change of phrasing. I think both of you are going to laugh about this. I actually had the document three days ago. So this is Friday, you know, whatever Wednesday, I guess is when it released. I had the actual document that they released. Um, and it is now, you cannot find it. You cannot find that site. The government has banned it. All you can do is third-party media outlets. I want to ask you guys on that too. Like, do you ever have that situation come up where you're like, you it's something very hot topic when it first comes out, you're able to find the info, and then a couple of days later, the site is mysteriously gone. I think I'm kind of a sheep because the information comes out, and then I read it once, and I'm like, okay, I understand what's going on, and then I don't typically go back to it because I only I got the one point of view that I was satisfied with that confirmed my bias. You know what I mean? Right. So. Why do I keep needing to research well, it? You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't... That definitely has happened to me before. You go <laughs> looking for something, you find it, and then day two later it's gone. I remember that happening a lot when COVID came out. If you started looking for actual doctor, like documents from doctors and MDs and like actual medical sites, stuff would be there, and then a few hours later, stuff would be gone, and it, it was a weird time. <laughs> COVID was definitely a weird time. I can uh, I can agree with that too. Right? It was a a very large area of misinformation on both sides, and I think that's what's brought up a lot of us to this realm of you gotta you gotta cite your sources sometimes. Um, but the good thing is, is we have amazing media, you know, like the Washington Post <clears throat> and all these other media outlets that are giving us all this information. Um, but regardless, we're gonna talk about it. Uh, have you guys had a chance to read over some of the stories that have been going out that have been released with this Pentagon release? I saw where a Congress hearing where mm -hmm. the Pentagon showed the F-18 encounter, like where there was a jet flying and it was caught on video. I saw something about that, but that's about all that I've seen recently. So apparently there has been some serious like almost collision course ones, like into altercations between Navy pilots and these UAPs. There's been now we've been talking about these tic tac ones we've talked about in the past. Many of many podcasts have uh, tic tac shaped objects that move at this you know ungodly speeds, uh, but now there's pyramid shaped ones. Wait, like and the the dance platform, like the application on your phone? Not tic tac, tic tac. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but now there's pyramid shaped ones, and people are like, oh, if there's pyramid shaped UF UAPs UFOs. Um, you know, they're connecting that to the pyramids and shit again. The conspiracy theorists are going absolutely bonkers. And I, I love it. I love it because it just feeds us with more good, juicy stories. I feel like what's interesting about, like, these new ones that are coming out is it's not civilians reporting these. A lot of these are coming from military aircraft, like their cameras record them. Or a lot of these are coming from actual credible sources rather than, like, Roswell back in the day where you just get some farmer, like, says he gets a crop circle and is looking up in the sky seeing crazy shit. Like, these are real, like, credible sources that are coming out now, so it kind of provides some validity to all these claims that have happened throughout the years. Right. And, I mean, that just makes you wonder... You know, these past and previous um, government employees that have been completely shaked down and tried to have been disproven, uh, you know, because they came out against either our government or foreign governments. Now you're sitting here wondering, like, their lives were completely ruined and they might have been right. 
Yeah, what's I guess that there was a policy change in the military. I heard this on the radio, so cite my source, I guess, 971. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, um, there was a change in policy where now instead of doing these Navy pilots or Air Force pilots who reported in the past, it was kind of like you just go to the commanding officer and it was wor- like kind of like your word and that's why they would kind of get shit on for it. But now with new technology, they record it and it's a private recording in their like knee box, I think it's called or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they only they can review it afterwards for a short period of time. So they can decide if they want to submit it or not. And I guess a lot of these claims have come out in the past few years ever since that policy was changed. So I'm actually um, I've watched some of these videos during the, the Capitol hearing. Um, Scott Bray, I guess, was one of the people that were doing the actual uh, the, the interview and stuff was going over some of the video footage. Dude, some of these videos are weird because like, you know, at first you're like, you can't make that out. Like this is, you know, that typical Sasquatch in the woods kind of video. But after a while, you're having these ones that are infrared and high, like, you know, in um, night night vision uh, shots. And they're plainly not anything of our technology or foreign. And that's why they call them UAP is because through their information and their 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 background that they have on all the other countries and all the things that we have uh, information wise, it doesn't match anything that they have. And that's why they're like, I guess, coming out. I don't know. I don't remember which president was, but one of the presidents signed a document saying that they'd have to do this more and more often with the public into the future. And uh, I, I think it's a good thing. I really I'd rather my government be open and transparent with not knowing what the hell is flying in our space than them trying to hide it. I feel I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think that's accurate. And I think it calls into question whether it is a national security concern or not, too. Because I, I think them being in our airspace is not necessarily violent or threatening. But if we then give, if we say, okay, they're a national security threat, then basically we can engage them, right? And so I think that's where we run into some in Independence Day type stuff. If I'm being honest, well, we try to attack uh, them and we're not successful, right? Let's drink to Independence Day because that would be a terrible, crucial, catastrophic situation. But like you said... Um, cheers, by the way, guys. Yeah, Jake, so, um, Jake, can you expound upon this policy ex- change, though? Expound. 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 I think that's okay. I, I, so, like I said, I haven't looked too deep into the actual policy change that did happen. But from what I understand, it it basically provided the pilots with the opportunity to review review their footage before they would ever submit it to a commanding officer saying that they saw something weird. Like, they okay. would be see it and like so because like in, in the moment i'm sure you're flying around you see something weird you, you hit the record button and you're like okay i gotta look at that later like if you don't it's like for all you know it's like a weather balloon or just or i don't know anything thanks roswell yeah, you right. see something weird then you can record it and then like decide yeah. later so I mean, like so to the be fair is like they probably went to their commanding officer and they're like see i told you i'm not crazy Oh yeah, because I mean, back in the day when the when some of these military guys were, would would report it, and you, like you said, their lives would be stripped apart. I mean, they had no way to prove it. It was just it, for all they knew, like they they were just trying to get some like notoriety or just like get attention, basically. But it, maybe that was true. Maybe everything that was said before could be true. Curious now. how many people from the military ended up in mental hospitals because of stuff like that. Oh, and it's like, gotta be it actually this. was something credible. I've heard stories about kind of off topic, so we'll come right back. But I've heard stories about mermaids in the ocean, like singing to sailors and stuff like that. Like that's, I mean, those are plausible claims, right? I mean, you, well, I mean, Loch Ness monster is real. We've talked yeah. about Madonna's alive. <laughs> we don't know what's in the deep, bro. Yeah, yeah the I mean, ocean is horrifying. We but, know yeah. more about space than we do our own ocean on most things. So, I mean, I could, that's more believable in my mind sometimes, for real, because there is shit popping up new species of fish and sharks and sea urchins every fucking day. Yeah. Like a third of our ocean is explored. Is not for, even. Is I, that think. Not, not, I, I doubt it's even a third. I'm sure there's some trenches and stuff we don't even know about. Like, it, it, I think about how deep the Mariana Trench is and how unexplored that is. There's got to be some wild stuff down in there. So it's funny you brought that up, actually. And we're going to get back to the UFO thing. But I'm pretty sure I saw an article the other day that there was a, a pipeline they were drilling for in the ocean. I don't remember what ocean. 
and that a, a tugboat was going nearby it, and they kept recording and calling in saying, like, something is hitting our boat and attacking our boat, and they sent a guard, National Guard, like, ship out there, and the boat was sunk, and, like, no one survived from it. And, like, that's kind of creepy. Like, you start a drill in a dark trench, and then all of a sudden something attacks a ship, and the ship's gone. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. terrifying. I'm good on that. I mean, there's got. I mean, there's so much stuff in this, just this world alone. Not even counting the rest of like space and everything that we just don't know about. Right. So I, I mean, do. we've talked, we've talked aliens before, Logan, me and you on a previous podcast, and we've said like it could be us, maybe it could be extraterrestrial, like other life elsewhere. Um, but with more than one ship or type of ship being found, I guess more and more people are thinking it's more likely to be other intelligent life forms more than just us what do you think in the ocean no no no. like these uaps these aerial phenomenons dude i was way off point there all right do i think that they're (laughs) do i think that they're like us is that your question no no no. i'm saying like so like we've talked about them like maybe these uaps are us coming back in time kind of right like we're time travelers but now we're seeing more than one kind or shape of these ships like we have the triangle, the sphere, the flying saucer, the tube. There's so many different kinds. Do we now think it's more plausible that there's other species of multiple species than it's just us coming back in time per se? Definitely feel it now. Feeling it now because uh, you said ships, and that was not at all where <laughs> you went that to the ocean. Process ships. went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, entirely possible that it's us coming back. Entirely possible, and they're doing research and trying to learn more about their history could easily see that. And we've seen 144 sightings in the last year. Is that what it is? That's the reported number of sightings. So like, the, that's gotta be, yeah. you well, literally just coming back. That's the reported me... ones too. Think about the ones that they aren't even going to tell you about. <laughs> Why do they keep coming back? For what reason would they continue to come back? If not for something like research? It could be yeah. a number of things. If it was an extraterrestrial life, maybe they're concerned about like what we're doing on this planet. I mean, Russia's at war with Ukraine. There's a lot of weird, weird shit going on right now. And I mean, if it is us coming back in time, this is clearly a very turbulent time in history. And if they're not us, like you said before, they're already in our airspace, obviously. If it was something where they were wanting to engage us, I feel like they would have done it by now. We're, uh, we're at a very vulnerable point in our existence, right? You know, if they were going to do it, it would have happened. Yeah, but I mean, Earth go hard. I mean, if they have flying pyramids, they could they could have just taken us out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just sent the pyramid. Like, Imagine right, seeing the, the, just one of the great pyramids fly over where we're at and just fucking start nuking everything. Just, <laughs> just, all right, everybody out. It's I'm entirely it on possible. Auto, putting it on autopilot and sending the pyramid straight at Earth. <laughs> I tell you what, if I woke up and I looked outside my window and I saw a giant flying pyramid, I would amber turd myself. <laughs> All right, everybody drink. That's for you, Connery. That one's for you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Good old knee slapper. But I mean, so some of these ones, they have, like you said, there's multiple different uh, pilots. And I there was one incident where an entire ship crew, so like the entire ship, everyone went to the top deck and was looking at this aerial phenomena. What kind um, of ship are we talking about? Hang on. Like a full-on like aircraft carrier. Like hundreds and hundreds of people that they had to interview and ask them on their opinion of what they just saw. So like at a certain point, the U.S. government and the military forces can't hide it anymore. You have a whole ship crew of seamen pop 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 of seamen going like, yo guys, this this is a weird, weird thing I just saw. And it's not a penis. I yeah, but I mean that what do they call that where it's uh like group psychosis or something like that or like where mm-hmm. it's like you see a psychological phenomenon and a large group of people who happen to be at the same place at the same time it happens like you can explain that away but like the photographic evidence the indisputable like photographic and videographic evidence that we have i mean how do you explain this stuff so the biggest thing is people are saying like oh it's still blurry or it's like oh it's at nighttime you're only seeing the, the, the lit up vi- versions of it um Here's the thing. Those videos are getting recorded at high speed, so thousands of miles an hour, with some of the best recording equipment we have as of right now. Some of the best recording equipment on a fighter plane that is costing, what, $1.3 billion for an F-22 Raptor right now. 
So, I mean, when people are saying like, oh, why can't we get a better, clearer image? It's like, well, they don't want to be seen, obviously. We're just getting this caught at the right moment or they're messing up or something. Um, and with the night vision one, I think the one that blows my mind. Um, so when you have the, what is it? The not night vision, but the, where it's like you see your heat, it's the, um, help me. Uh, thermal. thermal. Thermal, thermal. So the thermal indicating ones. Uh, anything, uh, uh, you know, having an exhaust port or, or lighting up with that, that heat would show it. And on these thermals, you're just seeing the silhouette and it's dark, but you can still see it at the night. And they're like, why isn't it lit up? It's, well, there's no heat on it. Like, that's why it's a phenomenon, an aerial phenomenon is it's in our generation. And what we have as, as of right now, everything we fly with has an exhaust port. This thing is flying 10 times faster able to do maneuvers that would break most humans bones in an instant and it has no thermal indicator on it at all so yeah, i mean it's, that's it's super fucking weird dude yeah no. super <laughs> weird like it, it and i wouldn't expect us to catch a lot of detail because you're exactly what you're saying like the the climate in which the video is being taken is probably not like the best for taking videos right no? Or but speed. I, I going back to the national security issue though, like why is it that politicians from both parties say that it's a national security issue? So like I, I kind of posed the question before, like how do we why do we think that they're a threat, like unless we attack them, but do we have some information that maybe we're not privy to as citizens? I mean, I, I can almost guarantee you there's probably information we don't know about. But I mean, from a national security point of view, I mean, if you want to look at it from kind of a different angle, like it could be a foreign country for all we know is just some weird looking aircraft. I mean, think about how different architecture is around the around the world. Shit just looks different everywhere. So the only reason why I'm going to try to dispute you on this one is because you're talking about the United States government. We collect information not only on our own fucking people, but every country on this planet as far as that's why we call it an air phenomenal there as far as we know from our intelligence groups task forces that we have there is no country including ourselves that is able to put out equipment to this standard within the next hundred years we guess so i mean this that technology based off of like the speeds that we see them move yes at? yes okay speeds, okay that makes sense then. yeah okay i mean I mean, as far as a national security issue from like an actual extraterrestrial, I mean, how would I mean from an act? I, I feel like it would be a national security issue. Like, I mean, you don't know what they're going to do or why they're surveilling us. All you know is that they're watching. I think that's why we, we why I'm, I'm going to answer your question, Logan, why we think it is a, th a security threat, because if it was anything say you know it's not aliens you know we have a lot of congressmen that don't believe in that kind of shit they think it is going to be another country no other country without our permission has any right to fly in our airspace so why should a, a, an extraterrestrial um so that's why i think they think it's a security threat like if they don't have the clearance for this thing to be flying they shouldn't be flying there but they have the technology to obviously be flying there and we can't stop or do anything about it so it's a threat to them and their protection in their eyes, I guess is what I'm saying. But if they know that it's, it can't possibly be any technology that is on this planet right now, like let's just say they know that for certain and mm -hmm. it has to be something not of this world, then they're going to be in everyone's airspace and there's right. nothing that anyone can do about it. So why is that a threat? Agreed. You and get what I'm saying? Like, a it's, thing is, uh, oh, it's I a think threat they to are. us because we got to defend ourselves. But, like, you don't know what you have to defend yourself from. Agreed. So how can you do, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because we could fire, like, every movie we've ever made about alien invasions where they end up being a good alien. It's like we start a war with them because we're like, oh, America, fucking bomb them. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would be a smart idea because we don't know what we're dealing with. Like, it could be a race where they could annihilate us with one single beam from one single tiny little, like, you know, ship, and the whole planet's gone. Do I think well, that would happen? No. I mean, conflict with anything that we don't understand like that is clearly capable of much more advanced technology of us would be 
bad catastrophic sure and yeah i agree with you the fact that they might be watching us and surveilling us but they haven't done anything means that they're most likely not hostile you know yeah i mean like they let's say that you know what we don't even have to bring that into it i was going to get into time and like how old do they get kind of stuff but like we could the only reason talk whatever we want but the only reason I, i would even bring that up is just saying like how much time is passing on earth relative to their time like you know what i mean like are they even for all we been, know have they, been, just... have they been watching us for five minutes now in their time you know what time i mean yeah. is relative to like that's what we talk about right that's what we know but they might have technology where time is not relative to them where they could tr- literally travel and transcend time and space where they could be like okay it's been this many rotations for us at this point and if we hit you know this time loop back to ours will be back and it's only been a matter of minutes for us like we don't they could have things that absolutely break our laws of physics and understanding of the universe and that could honestly be a reason why maybe our government or multiple governments have not broke that because i mean you have to realize this if we came out tomorrow and we told the entire world population that there is other extra extra extraterrestrial oh my goodness life forms with advanced intelligence in this universe i'd say at least half this planet would go absolutely batshit crazy because it would instantaneously wipe everything you would known for known religion right off the face of the planet and you know what else you know what else it would do what right now if if i told you right now and i was like hey you can live forever. What would you, would you take it? Would you be like, yeah, I want to live forever? No, I would not want to live Absolutely forever. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm not no. one of those people. I understand yeah. that there are two things given to us in this world, and that is life and that is death, and I have accepted that. Yeah, well, I think that, and the thing is about living forever is that the, it gives you a sense of urgency to get shit done. The fact that you know that tomorrow isn't promised, like you could die tomorrow. Right. I think that, in that same way, knowing that you know you're going to die, like there are aliens on this world and 42 years are going to, I don't know, arbitrary numbers here. They're going to come and kill all of us, right? Right. Then what's the point in working? What's the point in following laws? What's the right. point in, you get what I'm saying? I agree. So I don't know. That could be a part of it too. You never Agreed. know. But the thing is, is. Well, it was years ago. It was that Australian prime minister came out and said that there was already a galactic federation and that they've already contacted us. And, you know, we have to work at getting our population used to that idea. Part of me kind of thinks that might be uh, after seeing these many photos with these many different types of aerial phenomena. um, I have to maybe kind of agree with him like that might be a possibility just like anything else. And to that... I'm going to toast you, buddy, because you he, he gave it all his all to throw his name on the line to say that. So cheers to you, motherfucker. I feel like if the population could get around the idea of that, it's kind of almost calming to know that the, if that is a thing, because that means there is extraterrestrial life that is definitely more advanced than us, that does not want to harm us. That means that we have a chance to better our technology and create better, like, I don't know, quality of life for, for everybody. So, I mean, that, that's a good sign, and I feel like society as a whole, if they were to somehow get that around everybody's minds, which would definitely be a challenge, it, would, it, it could end up being a good thing if that is the case. So, but the, remember, this is one thing I do believe in. With every action, there is an opposite reaction. If there is a federation that is going to improve our quality of life, why are they a federation? Is there something out there that is not as nice or not as forgiving as they might be if there is a federation of planets in the galaxy that means there's got to be something like an empire or something evil as well there's a good there's an evil well, which I mean, could be scary too everything oh it would right. be, i mean it's a horrifying thought because i would i would imagine if there's a, two forces fighting they're probably on equal terms or, or fairly to. or close to they at least have similar technologies so that's very i mean that's scary but it'd be better to be with a group than not with a group in general. Because what if the what if the evil side gets to you first? Star, <laughs> just... Star Wars is real. Star Wars That's is right. real. I'm practicing my Jedi Force powers tomorrow in the morning. If anyone cares to join, how would how tits would that be though? Like if like there was like not obviously not everyone would have it. It'd be an ability that like one in a 
billion people have the Force Awaken, and like, what if like Jedi tricks was real though? Like you find out, not no one on the planet Earth actually has it, but like there are aliens that have, right. you know, abilities. I'd be pulling the old Ben Kenobi. These are not the droids you're looking for. No, I'm <laughs> passing I'm through places. Right <laughs> we are definitely gonna start group meditation settings, like, and we are going to find the Force within. We, we will. Have to. And the world will hold hands and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> Happily ever after. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of people that uh, believe in external forces bringing them into light, you know? I think the scariest thought of all is if all of this is entirely true and the force is real, that means there is a Jar Jar Binks out there. Damn it. Uh, I, I could have went to sleep tonight not knowing that. You just <laughs> off. Would you rather look like Jar Jar Binks or speak like Jar Jar Binks for the rest of your life? Answer the question right now. <laughs> I'd rather look like Jar Jar Binks than speak like him. I'm gonna be honest. Bold. Okay. Bold. There's always sick motherfuckers out there that fuck anything. It doesn't matter. I don't know about that, dog. People fuck dogs. It's a dogs, hard one, dog. right? Uh, it's you a hard know one. what? Yeah. I got you there, didn't I? I? <laughs> You're here. You got to answer, bro. That's. I mean, that's. Oh, uh, I have to answer. You have to. What's you your answer? You still want to speak like Jar Jar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm choosing to speak like. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a, that's a great one. I love that. <laughs> oh, so but I mean, would you think the universe is more like if say if this happened and there's like you know uh, federa federations fighting each other in an empire or whatever these evil forces and we're like on the waiting precipice of this identity of the galaxy? Do you think it would be more like Star Trek or more like Star Wars? Probably some ima unimaginable shit that you could that has not even been talked about before. Probably. I mean, you're probably right, but that's why I think it would probably be closer to Star Trek, because if you've ever, for all my Trekkies out there, uh, they think way more out of the box. There are episodes that absolutely would blow my mind as a kid, like that I would never even think of uh, for what could occur in space or space occurrences in general. I like to think it's more like Cowboy Bebop, personally. <laughs> Dude, so, all right, something else crazy I wanted to, to talk about on this podcast, though. Have you guys seen, I'm going to send this to you right now. Have you guys seen the sinkhole that they found in China? Oh, yes. 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 That just came out, actually, as well. That. That's another broad bring up. Just, 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 just sent it, it to you. But, dude, oh, wow. so this thing is 630 feet deep, and it has trees that are 130 feet tall. If this is all fake, like, I'm an idiot, but I see articles everywhere, and I'm pretty Look sure this, this is legit. So... They're saying that these, there's true. these ancient trees in it, right? And when they say ancient trees, are they meaning like prehistoric trees that have survived, or are they just meaning a couple thousand years? I, I think with, I mean, probably a couple thousand years, I imagine it's untouched, and trees definitely live that long, like redwoods and such. But most of them, from what I've heard, are like a lot of what we thought to be extinct tree species that were just gone. Now they can be recovered and reintroduced into ecosystems. So we've talked about it before. And if this is a situation of like hollow earth where there could be potential other, you know, life forms living underneath the earth, this kind of kind of proves it, right? Like this shows that it's a possibility. Well, I mean, so the thing about this one, though, is that it was shaped in a way so that enough light could get in so that the forest could continue to thrive. So I think that there would have to be another source of light. Oh, so it's it not was, like that deep where light didn't get to it, kind of. It's it's deep. It's very deep, but like the sunlight can still get in. Okay. Are you looking at the picture though? Yeah, I it's did. almost like a massive I... crater where like throughout the day different areas would get hit with full sunlight. So mm -hmm. vegetation could grow very easily I'm in that, especially because all the water's gonna run right down into it. So I, 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 said that. I hate how there's only one photo though. Well, you could find just look well, up. Well, it's China, um, man. <laughs> just look up. Okay. Like, China ancient forest Here's my thing. sinkhole. Here's my thing, right? You're looking at the photo right now, right? Yeah. How did we just find this and there's a full-on fucking walking path to the left of it? Well, they've probably known about it for a while. We just found it. Me and you. <laughs> oh, so the yeah. Americans decided to finally make a talk about it. They're like, oh, the Chinese have known about this for hundreds of years. Probably, man. I mean, look at it. It's very developed around it. I mean, not really, other than that fucking lithium mine behind it. That's what I'm saying. If there's a lithium mine, there's clearly people working there. I see blue roofs and shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They got that that's, that's Western still... population of China working out there. 
<laughs> but I mean, uh, that's still crazy. That's still crazy to me to think, though. I mean, even uh, we've talked about this now multiple times that you know we're making average, not average. We're making extraordinary discoveries that constantly change the way we interpretate our human existence and the existence on this planet in general daily. I mean, a couple podcasts ago, we talked about, you know, the new discover of Danisovan or new skull of Danisovan in, um, you know, Asia in general, which is now showing and leading uh, anthropologists to believe that we as a human species, our closest relative was not that of uh, Arthropithecus out of Africa, but out of Asia. Um, so, I mean, things change constantly and our history changes constantly. I mean, look at it now. We were all taught that, you know, Christopher Columbus came to America and he was the first one to find it. Well, now it's completely changed our history books and it's actually in 1022 to 1050, the Vikings or the, the Danes were the ones to find it. So we constantly change our history yeah. for something Dorothy like Carl this. Yeah, yeah, something like this can will happen. I, I would not actually be surprised. And that's not to mention all the history that's been tampered with. I think that there's definitely a lot of history that's hidden from us. That's, I, I, I don't know. I love learning about that, the, the history that's just not talked about or hidden. There are whole civilizations and cultures that people have never heard about that have covered continents. Oh, like I, yeah. I, I've sent you shit on that. I and know. And I love that shit. <laughs> that goes into... It's like Tartaria. Deep, yeah. That's, uh, uh, you got, that's a deep, deep talk. Lemuria is my favorite. Lemuria. I, I like Tartaria. I like yeah. Tartaria. That's a good, have you ever heard of that's that? That's the most recent. Logan, what? have you ever heard of Lemuria? Are you Lemuria? about tartar sauce? Tar <laughs> With the horseradish. <laughs> so, okay, here's right a theory. Now? Right? Now, let me explain me, this. Please. Let me explain this to you. I'm so Lemuria, lost. right? This is a theory. It's not been proven, but they believe that there was a giant continent slash land bridge between... Africa and, you know, Madagascar, India, and Malaysia. And the only reason they are going about this is because the only three places where you can find lemurs on the planet are Madagascar, India, and Malaysia. And that was before even human trafficking and, like, human sailing ships or anything. Like, they naturally formed in those locations. Uh, and they're only related to each other. So they have a continent idea of Lumeria where obviously named after lemurs, um, but that there was a bridge or a continent that connected these areas or that they were connected at a point to where it split off. And now these species, which are related, I might add you, are now on these continents separate that did not have human interference. I mean, that makes perfect sense, though, because, I mean, if there was a land, we know for a fact there was a land bridge between what would be modern day Russia and North and what's that, Alaska? Yes. <clears throat> I mean, if you think about it, that's probably far enough south of the equator that there probably were glaciers there, or there was some when the sea levels were lower. You mean north of the equator? Well, for the Russia land bridge maps, yeah. not the Madagascar, India, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, no. they're I'm talking about probably, Lemuria. They're saying it more of like ocean levels were probably much different than same. Yeah, that's continent. what I'm saying. Low yeah. ocean levels were lower, or some, for some reason there probably was a landmass there. And it's entirely possible that there was a civilization that did cover that. Yeah. Because there was a lot of history that was unwritten before we were able to figure out writing and all of that type of stuff. And why, Logan, they do say this is a possibility is because in South India, there was a culture where they talked about uh, a connection to them, I guess an older culture that talked about a, a civilization below them even. Um, and there was no talk of ships or sailing or coming by water. Um, so that's why a lot of more historians are like, there had to have been something there. There had to have been something that was able to have these, you know, lemurs be able to get to all three of these locations before even humans knew how to set sail on water. Makes sense. Okay. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about civilizations here on this podcast and, and conspiracy theories and everything in our great slur spiracy episode here now, but like. We just don't know. We're, we're constantly finding out we are so much older than we anticipated. Yeah, it kind of blows my mind how much is unwritten because right. I, I just, I, evolution's a crazy thing. Well, and we really talked about is. that before. I mean, think about it this right. When we talk right now about Homo sapiens sapien or, or the gene of Homo sapiens sapien, what we are now today is roughly around 300,000 years old, right? Roughly. 
and we had multiple other species integrated in that area. So there's more than one humo, human or homo sapien species at that time. So we had Denisovans, we had Neanderthalos, we had multiple different human species or humanoids living together that interbred with one another. And we only have the last recorded history, meaning written, say 6,000 years. And older than that, we have like carvings and stuff like that up to 10 to 11,000 years old. So, I mean, oh, a very small, minute chunk of our human existence has been written down. And, uh, what, like... I, what I think is interesting, too, is, I mean, there's so much that was unwritten. And then there's history is written by the victor. There's so much that is tampered with of what we do know. And with, with all of those missing pieces, it's very hard to decipher, like, where exactly we do come from. Like, what exactly, who, who were the actual winners and losers, or, and who are these people that ended up in power? Yeah, true. They could have done nothing at all and just decided to make up all these stories and have people write them down and nobody could argue with it. I mean, think about it. Back in the day, there, there was no Google. There was no, you're not getting TikToks of Ukraine straight from the fucking source. I mean, it, it's... Whoever wrote it down and passed down the stories, like that was that's what was taught. So And stories but, are eventually forgotten. Oh yeah, it's a game of telephone. Things start yeah. missing here and there, pieces go missing, and then eventually we have no idea where we come from. And for that we probably repeat a lot of the mistakes that we've made in the past. Very true. I mean, it's funny that you said that. It was um what was it, Latin? Um it was when Rome was first sacked. It was uh via via Vista which was like, woe to the vanquished. It's when the barbarians of Northern Drive sacked Rome for the first time. It's one of my favorite stories. You know, like they were, they sacked Rome. They're asking how much gold that they wanted in order to leave. And uh, the Romans are saying that's too much. And then the barbarian leader threw his sword on to the scale and said, you know, via vista, woe to the vanquished or victory to the, the, you know, victory to the victors or whatever. So, I mean, you're right. You know, the winners of war and tragedy throughout our history is the ones that write the history we have. Um, so, I mean, when it comes to that, yeah, you, you are 100% accurate. How much do you think language will change? Or, oh, that's so crazy to think about. Like, we could, we could all be dead in the amount of time that we have written history. Absolutely. Like, at back, going back 10,000 years, like, we could be dead within 10,000 years. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. 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 We could be dead within 100 years. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, how will language change between now and then? But then I was like, what if we don't even survive that long? Like, I could... It's entirely possible. Think about the doomsday clock. I mean, that's something created within modern history to show, like, how close we are to doomsday or, like... Are you talking about the fucking Mayans? No, no, I'm talking about like the actual. Oh, it's a fuck. It's a fucking website. It's it's a government ran website by the Pentagon that shows like it's it's called the Doomsday Clock and it's from like twelve oh, yeah. to midnight and it shows you how close you are. And ever since the fucking nuke was created, we're past eleven fifty nine. So I mean that shows how frail our existence is because I mean all it takes is a push of a button, we're all gone. That's how powerful we've become. And I mean, even in the past, if you're talking historically, I mean, there are so many natural disasters. And I mean, we were around before the end of the last ice age. I mean, think about how close to the well brink before. of extinction that. Yeah, exactly. Well before. I mean, that I can't imagine that was hard, easy to survive through for home for us. I mean, think about how we're built. We're not built like animals that would survive well in that type of environment. I mean, <clears throat> It, it, it's it's crazy to think about just all the different possibilities about how human history have, could have gone and about what has been tampered with and how we've been as a society have been directed toward different things based off who was able to write the stories about who won and lost. So you have all heard the uh, the story of the Great Flood, right? Yeah. So yeah, there are Noah's many, Ark kind of stuff. Noah's Ark. Every or, civilization ever has it. <laughs> yes. Well, hold on. There is there is more theories. There is a an old a, a new age of, I wouldn't even call them historians or theologians or anything, but they talk about that they think humankind is much much older than we think, and they think that we're actually roughly about six million years old. I know you can hold your laughter and your applause for later. Um, but they believe that humans, I know, hold on, I see your face, Logan, I laughed too when I saw this. They believe that we were around for when the Mediterranean Sea opened into what it is now. So you have to remember, at a certain point, about 5.3 million years ago, right, uh, the, land brad, the land bridge at, um, you know, between Spain and 
uh, northern Africa, God, I can't even talk or think straight right now, was closed. So there was no water where the Mediterranean Sea is right now, right? Um, so they actually believe this. I don't know why. They think we're old enough that the Great Flood was when the, Mediter- the, the, the Atlantic Ocean broke through the walls of the Gibraltar Strait and flooded the Mediterranean Sea, and that was the Great Flood. I don't think that's even close to accurate. I laughed when I first heard it. Um, but the, that just goes to show there are plenty of people out there with crazy theories uh, and scenarios of things that, I mean, yes. Did, did, was there a great flood of that time period, 5.3 million years ago? Yes. Was there any humanoids to experience that? No, I don't think so. Do I think there was humanoid-like creatures like, you know, Arthropithecus and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. But well, flooding you know, is cyclical, right? I mean, climate exactly. changes happens all somewhat regularly. cyclical as well. Like, yeah, I think we're we've accelerated it, but I think that that's a normal thing to happen for the climate to change and for the planet to get colder and then for the planet to thaw. Yeah, I think all that's pretty normal. And I don't think I, that's we talked about that before. I think on was the last podcast, and this is just me personally and my personal opinion. If you look back through the dates of time from you know, the end of the Ice Age to the Younger Dryas and everything, the climate has changed drastically multiple times. If you look at civilizations where they were when they were thriving to where they are now, um, whether it be Babylon or the old city of Troy or, you know, heaven forbid people talk about Atlantis, we haven't found it necessarily yet, but the, the writings of Atlantis do exist. The weather has changed drastically in those regions, and climate change is a thing that even before we got involved with it, drastically, there was drastic climate change. That's what happened to the the fall of the Bronze Age, for fuck's sake. Like, there was a reason these multi, you know, billion, trillion dollar, and you know, civilizations that ruled the known world collapsed. It was because of financial, you know, you had massive plague, massive famine, massive drought, massive loss of these materials that made you wealthy gone in an instant. So, I mean, there's always going to be climate change, whether we affect it or not, that's going to happen. But I mean, you do know that 11,000 years ago, the Sahara was a jungle, right? Like there yeah. Oh, yeah. lakes and rivers and grasslands and forests. And there was water before that uh, 30 million years ago. So, I mean, it, that's where the, the seashells and the sand that comes from is from, it was a waterway before that. They do think that we have definitely accelerated that process. For yeah, sure. a, a lot of I, I agree with that, too. I do think we accelerate it, but I also don't think we contribute to it as much as we think it is or do, because you also have to remember during periods like uh, the Cretaceous and the Jurassic, the CO2 and the, the carbon dioxide levels was almost double than we are now. So the I mean, Earth it, can it, handle it. The ozone can yeah. handle it. Um, I, do I think that we're increasing it and making our poles potentially shrink and disappear faster? Yeah. Um, do I think all life will end if our poles disappear? I don't. I mean, I remember reading a document months ago, and I can't cite my source on it, but there, there are reports that there are there's more vegetation on the planet now than there was before the Industrial Revolution. Which I I would believe with all the reforestation done, and there are a lot of parts of the world that are still untouched. As much as that you hear about the bad parts, there are parts of the world that are very underdeveloped, and are not caught up with all the deforestation and all of the mining and all of the bad things we do to the land. I mean, personally, in my opinion, I think the bitter, bigger problem would be pollution of what we do to our environment. Personally, like, like I mean, the ocean. The ocean, yeah, you got China and India dumping their waste right into the ocean. You got a, a, a ocean full of waste. I mean, I was in Florida a month ago, and you're strolling through the canals, and I mean, this stuff's coming from open water, and you just see plastic floating through the water. I mean, you had red tide down where I was, which was a massive release of chemicals into the ocean. I mean, that's going to affect our environment more than what we're doing carbon emission-wise, in my opinion. But that's just that's my fair. personal thoughts. No, I mean, I I mean, you look at a lithium mine and what it takes to create these batteries. Not a, not to mention what we still burn coal to create electricity in most parts of the world. I mean, it, I I can't say that a, a gas powered car that's getting forty miles to the gallon is going to do anything worse to the environment than something like a battery powered car that had a massive production process to get to the road. Yeah, we've we've talked about that before many times, and we I think we actually all agree with you on that topic. 
Um, but this kind of startled me. I just looked it up because you brought up the, the pollution of the water and everything. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Did you guys know that we, since, you know, since we've been recording, since our recording of the animals that we've had in our oceans, right? 87% of the known life when we first started recording in the ocean um, has been damaged or killed since we started recording. Not all of that is done by us. Obviously, there are definitely species that have gone extinct in their own passage of just going off. But, like, that's that's crazy. I think you're right. There's, I mean, we get a lot of our food and our nutritions, and we have to remember our, 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 our climate is affected solely by our oceans, uh, whether the currents bringing them up or whatnot, the heating of those currents, you know, bring up the hot air up to the, you know, whatever – the streams, you know, evaporations, rain cycle, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's more, I feel like, in my mind, of a precedent and pushing point than it is, you know, our our forests. All I'm saying is Mr. Musk is going to take us in a rocket ship into space. <laughs> into space. We're going to go to Mars, and we're going to build greenhouses, and we're going to grow fresh fruits and vegetables for all the boys and girls and parents alike, and they will all feast and we and all praise down, get on our knees first, and together. praise Daddy Musk before he <laughs> rapes us and tries to bribe us with a horse. That's right. He's got to start stop showing his PP to secretaries if we want to get to that point. He's got to get but, some discipline. <laughs> with that being said, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And uh, cheers, boys. Mm, I don't know one. about you guys, but I had a lot of fun tonight. I did, Connery. I'm. Sorry you missed out on a fucking fun topic. So if yeah, you guys man. liked our podcast, please like, follow, share, subscribe. We love you. All of you help us get to where we are now. Uh, we are on all platforms. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. You are the reason we go. If you would like to hit us up at our Redbubble, all of our links are in our bios. Uh, you purchasing those stickers and mats and and whatever you would want, tapestries like the one I have behind me, all of that helps this podcast grow. Um, so just go ahead and join Redbubble and buy what you would like. And guys, uh, I want to challenge you this week, just in closing really quickly, to embrace a challenge that you've been avoiding and seek some growth. All right? You guys take care. Have a good week. Jake? Thank you for having me on, fellas. I always enjoy when I get to be on the podcast. Um, to all the listeners that enjoyed listening to me, I appreciate it. And you guys get me back on here sooner, man. I have too much fun when I'm on this. Oh, they love you. <laughs> they love you. We we hear it all the time. I'm so. about to look. I'm about to look at this tomorrow when I'm at work. I'm gonna listen to it. And I'm gonna look at the comments. Oh, and I'm about. Dude. I feel like I'm about to see me just get flamed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna get roasted. <laughs> And I guess on that note, our listeners are going to say, fuck you, Jake. We're out. What?